Dope. All right. Well, welcome. I'm glad we were able to do this. Yeah, thank you for having me, my man. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, when Nestor uh, let me know that you, you you guys were buddies, he was like, I can see if, you know, Orion would be down to, to come on and, and chat and then be like, all right, cool. And then he messaged me, you know, shortly before I, I messaged you. He's like, hey, they're down. And so I was like, dope, let's do yeah. it. I was at Renester's house, uh, yeah, a couple weekends ago, and then before that, it, we've been hanging out a lot, getting getting drunk. You know how it is. Yeah. How far How far do you live from from Nestor? Oh man, probably like 25, 30 minutes. Not too bad. So it's really funny. I met Nestor because of Mo, who is the other half of Coffee and Sugar, and I guess oh, they went okay. they, they went they went to high school together and. He was like, yeah, I have a friend uh, named Nestor. He wants to bring us on to his, uh, his uh, Twitch stream and, and talk and listen to music and whatnot. I was like, that sounds pretty cool. So Damn I mean, right. it, it ended up being like a two and a half hour, almost three hour conversation. It was, it was super dope. I was like, Nestor's kind of the bro. Nestor's the fucking man. I'm not going to lie. He's, he's cool. Like at all time, at all time. Yeah. He, uh, he and he I, it. he's got it. He, uh, he'll, he'll, uh, throw the stream up on like Fridays and start jamming music and, you know, I'll hop in every so often and just like throw him some links. We'll chat back and forth. And, you know, he, he just recently really kind of got into the photography stuff. And, and, yeah. uh, so we've been talking a lot about that cause I'm a concert photographer myself. And so yourself, uh, it's awesome, man. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah you're so. Good. So there's a, there's like a thing here with like a bunch of photo passes that I, I try to like, kind of keep, you know, like a you know memory of each one of so that yeah. I can be like, damn, I did that, you know? Yeah. So. That's fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great though. Checking it out. Like, man, this, this dude's good. I like it. I appreciate it, man. Hey, you know, if you guys come down to Dallas and I tell everyone I bring on here, if you come down to Dallas, I will come out and take some photos of you. So, uh, keep me in That's mind. That's a bet. Let's do that. That's a bet. All right, cool. So let's just go ahead and jump in. Like how I like to do these is just super chill. I want to have a conversation with you. And oh yeah, we're hanging, bro. I'm like, I'm through there. My chi is centered. I'm fucking just. I fucking threw up last night. Like (laughs) it was bad. Listen, so I got up. Damn. Yesterday I got up and I just felt like this nauseousness, like right here, right here. And I was like what's going on so then uh we had plans to go out me and my lady we had plans to go out to a buddy's house and like you know get lit again so i started feeling cold before i left my this is not going to be good but i ain't no bitch so i'm just gonna go <laughs> and literally the second i started just having a beer i just felt worse and worse and worse i barely even had that much i didn't go to the bathroom it was downhill from there uh. and i woke up today i'm just like you know somewhat better but you know i'm just i'm here bro let's get it <laughs> all right cool <laughs> so i i like to start it out just you know obviously telling people who you are uh who the band is who, who makes up the band um and then we'll kind of go from there and, and just let it ride of course man is it is that the first question <laughs> that's that's the first question man tell us cool. who you are I, tell us about the band and, and let's go let's go that yeah. route I am Orion Stevens, vocalist of In Dying Arms. We started in 2006. 
Um, I created the band with a bunch of my homies back in high school, like way back in the day. And it's been shit, man. That's like what, 15, 16 years. So there's a lot we can go from there. It's, it's, there there's a lot of shit. It's a long time, right? It's a long time. Yeah. I'll say that. 2006. I'm trying to think yeah. of what grade I was in. Cause I graduated high school in 2011. So shoot, man, like, eighth grade for me maybe how do you know i'm 28 so yeah i'm i'm 31 so you're not too far behind yeah i might have been like seventh grade and what's funny about you know because i thought you guys had been around for a little while because when i was in middle school beginning high school yeah probably high school i was really into like as i lay dying um uh, all that remains um and some of those harder, harder bands. And I think I remember at one point liking Undying Arms Facebook page right. a long time ago. We're and I swear, there. I swear, like you guys have always been in my feed. And yeah. when Nestor was like, yeah, my friends in Undying Arms, and I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And I, I, I went back. And I looked and I, I was following you guys on, on Facebook. So I must have liked you guys kind of in that, that time yeah. that I was, I was listening to As They Like Dying and, and all that remains uh, and, and kind of those more harder, harder metal that's bands. That's kind of where we got our name from because we loved As They Dying in 2006. And now I'm like, God damn it, As They Dying, Tim's trying to kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, well, you know, what was funny is like, Every, every so often I'll be just scrolling through Facebook and I'll see a random post. And it was like, it's like tag, tag your favorite band and see if they respond. And yeah. it's every single time it's you guys. I see it's, you oh, got, yeah. you know, so someone will tag in dying arms and you guys would reply back. And I always see y'all's responses. That's awesome. And that's, that's kind of how the, con- I've, I've just kind of kept the connection between, you know, my music and, and, and seeing you guys continually pop up on my feed, which I, I mean, I think is, it's kind of funny. Cool, man. Yeah. And I, I try to reply to all of them. Cause like, why not dude? Like, yeah, there's three bands where they're not saying shit. Like, I know you're just at home not doing all that. I know you see people are tagging you on this food. You can say, what's up for like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like three seconds. What's up? <laughs> just to make somebody's day. Like, why not? Right. No. And that dude, that goes well, such a it. long way. People, people love that. And it's, you know, I get when you get to a point where you just have notifications out the ass and it's just like, it's so hard to respond to them. You know, um, it happens. I totally get it. But like when you, when you can take those few seconds out of your day, be like, Hey, someone just tagged us. Like, let's go respond. They remember that shit, you know, and it makes them want to go back and listen to you because they appreciate that you, you did that. Really important. Really important. Bands, reply to your fans. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was the first time I think that ever happened to me. It was, I think it was on like Instagram. Um, man, it was, it was actually when I first started, you know, taking photos of, of bands when, when they would interact with the photos I take of them. And once, once people, you know, once they liked it or once they commented and said like badass or whatever, it's just, it makes you feel so good. Like you, you took the time to like, look at my work. Right. Um, I don't remember ever really kind of just throwing out comments and, and tagging bands until I really started shooting. But um, yeah, it's, it's always a good feeling for the, for the fan to, 
to see something like that. Yeah, you're really killing it, man. I was checking your stuff out uh, before the call. Because um, after you you hit me up, I checked your stuff out. This dude's badass. And then I just started <laughs> diving in. And uh, yeah, so we're taking you up on that, on that Texas uh, thing. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so who, who makes up the band? Currently, it's me on vocals. Uh, my guitarist, Noah Williamson. My other guitarist, Christian Becker. My bass player, Keith Kolop. My drummer, Nate White. And uh, the band broke up in 2017. And we came back in 2020 with a whole new lineup. Um, and uh, yeah, like it kind of happened during COVID. So mm-hmm. it was just weird. But it, it was uh, it gave us a lot of time to prepare. And we have a lot of new stuff coming out this year that we've been planning throughout this whole COVID season because we're like, man, we should capitalize on this time to really fine tune a lot of stuff. You'll see when the mm-hmm. stuff comes out, it's, it's going to be big upgrade stuff. Yeah, so no, I coming out too. I'm excited for it. I went on a deep an in dying arms deep dive today. Um, oh, really? Be, because I think, I mean, I can't remember the last time I did actually listen to you guys. Um, I say that with the most respect. <laughs> Oh, you're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, you know, when Nestor had mentioned and we got this set up, I was like, you know, I have to deep dive. I gotta, I gotta kind of get a, get a feel, right? And um, yeah. I noticed that you guys hadn't put anything out until Death Wish and tw- you know last year, but 2017 was was before that. Um, I was gonna ask that question of like, what was that gap in time and. I guess it makes sense that when you guys said you guys broke up. So is it, is it the original lineup or any of the oh, original? No, not in the slightest bit. <laughs> not in the slightest oh, okay. bit. I, I'm the only original member. Since the, 2006. It's been me. <laughs> I'm the only original member. I mean, since 2006, we've, we've gone through a shit ton of members. Like yeah. we've never abandoned like keep a foundation because people, um, I don't know, man. People are people. Sometimes they like want to do something else, or sometimes it's our fault. We we bring on people a little too soon, like back in the day, and then mm-hmm. they had some baggage, and later on it caught up. So, oh man, this person has to go. Just stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think there really is an OG lineup. We've gone through so many people. You know what I mean? It's all mm-hmm. good. And when we came back, we dropped a song called "Cold and Empty" in 2020. You gotta check it out if you haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty badass. Did I see that? Yeah, cold and empty. Yeah, I did. I did this on Spotify. Yeah, that that, that was our comeback song. Then Death Wish, and then uh, we have a bunch of shit coming out this year, which is where the shit actually happens. All the planning comes to fruition. That's exciting. Um, I was, I you know, I I interviewed a a band called Boys of Fall last week, and um, those guys they started in 2011, and you know, they went through, they had that same thing. They went through people and, um, yeah. they ended up, they ended up breaking up in shoot. I think it's, they said 2014, I could be absolutely wrong. Um, but they ended up getting right. back together in, in 2018 and, and ended up putting together some, some awesome music. So it's, you know, it, having the original lineup, it, you know, you, you gotta have to, you kind of have to find those people that are, are going to, that see the vision that see, what what's, yeah. what what's the purpose? Why why we're here and, and what kind of music we want to make, right? Um, yes. and, and and what I noticed when I was I was going through the songs, I just I started at number one and just kind of went down and, and let it do its thing. And yeah. 
the the I mean, just the difference between Death Wish and May I Have This Dance, right? Oh yeah. There, there. You see, you can, you can, you can hear. I heard the difference. The huge difference. Uh, but I'm someone that really appreciates clean vocals. So mm-hmm. when, when, and may I have this dance? The clean vocals came in. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that went from super death metal to like some singing, and and I'm all about that. It reminds me. Yeah. I, I think the band that comes to mind for me that I felt like did a really good job of the. The, the contrasting singing and like heavy metal like screaming is Miss May I. Oh, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you know, May I. they 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 they're super hard, but then like the singing comes in and it just it works. I like really how well. Miss May I. Their band name is similar to May I This Dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, I agree. They're fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, we, we actually played with them in 2017 too, which is also crazy. I have a question coming up here in a little bit that talks about touring and stuff. Um, yeah. Because I'm sure since 2006, it's been, you have a ton of stories uh, about I touring. I'm sure. I have too many stories. <laughs> I have so many stories, man. Yes. We've done probably 17, 18 tours in this country and it's all been awesome. A lot of, each tour has a bunch of stories. Each one, man. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably stories no one's no one's heard. I haven't been asked the right questions. Let's go. <laughs> All right then, let's just do it. First tour ever. Who were the bands? Where did you guys go? Okay, I don't know if this counts, but our very first <laughs> tour ever was the most DIY tour you could do. After our first EP, we dropped it in like 2009. It was like we were trying to just get in there a little more because we were like super super local band for the first two or three years, just like playing bars, yada yada. And we dropped our first, you know, real EP in 2009. Like, we have to try to get in there. Let's let's do a tour and set it up. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Like a 10-day tour. We had like a buddy band from around here hop on. They dropped like two weeks before. So it was just us out on a little like 10-day run. It was terrible. So I don't know if that counts. Like, I guess it does. But after that, um, we started getting on better tours. We started doing a little more stuff and like taking notes. Like we can't go out on tour like that again. That was fucking terrible. And then uh, we got hooked up. We we signed for management. We signed with Artery Foundation, if you remember them. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. put us up on a tour with Volumes back in the day. Volumes and Counterparts. This is 2011. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is a long time ago. Super long I, time ago. I remember old Counterparts hold on so i thought i heard a sound yeah counterparts that was a really fun tour and it really taught us a lot just like learning from other bands that have actually toured <laughs> so yeah. from, from then on it just kept going on the tour after that we did a tour with pit for a king for all i am and all to olympus and these are all all these bands were small like, like we were and now a lot of them are like doing cool stuff yeah, and then after that, Doctor Acula, it, it goes on. We did a lot of touring and started climbing the ladder, touring with bigger and bigger bands. Went out mm. with Attila, uh, Crown the Empire. Damn, fun shit, man. <laughs> well, well, I bet I bet the tour with Attila was wild. Franz is a crazy yeah. dude, man. He's actually chill. He's actually chill. He was actually um, we we actually we eventually signed with Artery uh, Recordings in 2012 and we got flown out to do an album in Portland 
where Franz was staying with our manager at his house because he lived over there. So he's like, hey, you, we got to get you on this In Dying Arms album. So he like, drove out to the studio we were at. And he's on that album. Uh, there's a song called Bathed in the Salt. He's on the track. You can listen to it. Franz is on it. So we're there hanging with him. He's super chill. He's not even crazy. Like he's super chill. We're just smoking some pot, hanging out. Then we did like a run with them after that, after that happened. Mm-hmm. Super chill, man. Super chill. You know, it, I say he, he's crazy, but you know, it just seems like he has a crazy life, I guess, you know? Yeah. He, it's just that persona. He has the strong personality yeah. and like, you know, he wants to, uh, portray himself a certain way as you should as an artist and mm-hmm. i think that that's great but if you get to know him i don't like know him know him we hung out a few times but um mm-hmm. he's very chill he's like like me and you just hanging out like what up dude like yeah. fucking nothing nothing too wild nothing too wild mm-hmm. that's Which cool people, people, people are thrown off by that they're like damn that isn't he crazy like he's chilling man <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta be crazy all the time right <laughs> So what was your, what was the favorite, your favorite tour that you had ever gone on that you're like, fuck, we did it kind of, kind of feeling. I can't even pick one. I can't. <laughs> I've had that moment on like a bunch of them. Cause like yeah. each one has their, their shining moments, but the ones that are the most memorable are, are, are the earlier ones. Mm. Like when you're coming up, those are the times where you have to really soak it in the, the come up. You got to appreciate the come up. All those tours I mentioned to you a second ago. Mm-hmm. All the ones to the recent ones, the yeah, I, I can't. There's, there's favorite moments on all of them, man. Like seeing fans in different places, the different types of shows. There's a lot yeah. of out on like all of them. So starting in 2006 and obviously seeing the turnover of, of members and stuff. I mean, that's a long time. Like that's a it long is. time. Yeah. You know, 2006. I mean, that's, I mean, 14 years from that is 2020. It's 2022 now. I mean, hell, like 16 years. That's wild. Yeah. Um, what kept you going? Um, shit, fans, really. Because, I mean, imagine playing music and if there's always growth to some degree, you just want to keep going just to see how far you can take it and mm-hmm. prove that longevity and, like, kind of, you know, just do some legend shit. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, it's been 15 years, so during this time of COVID we've been planning a lot of stuff and we're, we're trying to take it up way higher. You're going to see, I can't wait to show you. I'll have to send you the video after we talk. Um, we have a lot of stuff that's going to boost how people see the band. Um, even from the songs you heard, the new shit coming out is ridiculous. I'm super amped. The visuals are great. The new promos are great. The videos all the best one we've put out yet. You name it. Like we're, we're like busting it out because we're older now. We have money. We, we don't have to, <laughs> You know what I mean? And we're not bouncing between tours, trying to like yeah. just show, oh, we got this coming out. We can only spin this. Like we're, we're really focused on strictly the content and the music and not having these distractions from left and right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's, I mean, you said we're older, we have money. That's such a good point. You know, like I'm 28, I'm 28. So like, you know, I've only been in my professional career for, I guess we can say like seven years, but like realistically, I say professional, you know, I mean, I, I turned 21, like my senior year of college. And then really from like 22, 23 is where like my professional career started. And, you know, you kind of work your way up and and whatnot, but it's like being older and having money to be able to do things that you want, like us starting coffee and sugar, like I've invested a ton of money into this and it's all for a good reason, right? Like you love what you do, like why not invest in it? But 
that's 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 a good point because a lot of these younger bands don't necessarily have that right where it's like when they sign they're taking out a loan (laughs) yes to to, that they have to pay back um yeah it's harder it's hard to recoup that if if you don't um continue to push your band a lot of people will get signed you've probably seen it bands will come and go drop this one album then they're gone and then they're gone mm-hmm. it's like because they didn't put their cards right or they're just like that's it like we did it and then bills are still there or your album yeah. didn't sell, your album didn't sell enough you're not supporting it enough to recoup they, they don't want to do another one like mm-hmm. all that type of stuff so um which is probably why i've noticed the age of remember back in the day the age of like the high school were like early 20 bands is like kind of gone now it's more like the, the newer bands coming out that really kill it are big people like us who have mm-hmm. done that and they're coming out brand new bands knowing all the shit that they've learned I'm not seeing young 18 year old dudes come out and like start killing off the jump they don't have any money you like need that right. now yeah. you need to have knowledge and experience and money now to really mm-hmm. make your waves it was easier back in my space days but you kind of need to have some bread now and some yeah. know-how no that's true the know-how no know who i mean knowing people is huge in the yeah. music industry you know um who who may who's your management how they can get you connected it's 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 a network and um you know i plug my friends and archetypes collide all the time because i've watched them since 2014 just continually to progress and, and put out good music and and you know, try to make some, some money off of streams and merch and, and stuff like that. And, you know, they're, they're killing it now. And, and it's just like that dedication of we're going to do this because we want to do this. And we're going to, we're only going to put out our best work. And, you know, sometimes I feel like people just put out things to put out things. And uh, I noticed that. I noticed it, that a lot. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't go that far, you know, and, and you can feel defeated because, people aren't aren't gravitating towards it and you know but it, it's it, i look at bands like let's use spirit box as an example okay oh they're great yeah oh bro like courtney's voice like what they're doing i feel like is it's how do i put this like it's unique in a way because of the way that they're like marketing themselves and and how she has this voice that you don't you can't really figure out how it comes out of her but it does you know kind of thing yeah it's and, very distinct yeah and you know being with rise and and just having that big backing and just spirit box being who they are they're just they're killing it right yeah. um and she came from i wrestled a bear once right yeah, yeah. and I mean, I mean, I listened to them like a little bit, but then it's crazy how you can go from, eh, you know, that didn't really work out to this and it's just boom, right? Yeah, yeah. So a, a lot of planning too, since she's married to their guitarist and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I can already imagine if I was in the probably like, all right, well, we're trying to do a new band. We're going to fucking, we're going to, you know, trial and error. We did the shit before. Let's fucking yeah. really like go all the way in with, with mm-hmm. these songs like what we talked about a second ago because i can tell now there's so much music out there, there's songs coming out from bands it sounds like they wrote it in one day i'm like my man i'm like yo these riffs i've heard them a thousand times man mm-hmm. but the spirit box has the right idea the execution of the parts like you can tell they spend time on it and that's what i like where you can just tell like they care about this shit 
not yeah. some band that's putting some shit out just because mm-hmm. and then nothing happens and they're confused it's like what the fuck did you expect man <laughs> right you know and it's a lot of i see i see her a lot now it's like you know independent artists that are that are doing well they didn't just start out doing well. they came from a band that was super successful or uh, some sort of project that was super successful and they were able to go off and be independent and it may have taken them a little bit to really gain traction but if you're creating great shit and uh people are digging it then of course that fan base is just going to continue to grow the streams the you know and, and all of that stuff um i talked about it with boys of fall but you know johnny frank from attack attack yeah. who you know went off and created the march ahead um and and bill murray you know he had the he, dude he had the fan base of attack attack and then once people kind of caught on that he was doing this this side project it was like this is interesting this is something we ever heard of before and look at him now i mean he's able to support himself 100 percent uh on just streams and uh it, it's the network of people and, and what you've done in the past that will help you be successful in the future, which I think you may be, you know, an attest to it, right? It's like you guys started in 2006 yeah. and here you are now and you're still putting out fantastic music that I listen to today. <laughs> That's awesome. And you know? it's getting better too. And uh, people, people love to see growth too, which is another mm-hmm. point. Like, man, why not just like keep flexing on them? Cause even new fans who we, you know, that will, will get, from this new stuff they're gonna go back and just appreciate like damn they really came from these basement recordings in mm-hmm. 2007 to, to now like that, that that's awesome like and then maybe they'll even like some of it who knows like why not right and the bands that come out and I, another example is you know when issues first hit the scene yeah. uh you know what tyler did and 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 bringing on you know michael from from woe is me and, and them just yeah. Basically, I feel like they created just their own genre of, of you know, post-hardcore music with the, the very R&B-ish, but like heavy sounds. And then it's still poppy and still yeah. at the same time. They, they could do whatever they wanted to and it would mm-hmm. work, right? And yeah. I mean, that's yeah. And then they rap. and then they and they skyrocketed because of it. They were doing something that people hadn't seen rap. before it. And rap. and I think that that spirit box, you know, issues, Bill Murray, like all these people we're already talking about, like they're doing things that are different that like are catching people's ears. And I feel like that is at the, at the, at the kind of foundation of it. If you don't have that, like the people, you know, won't, I mean, that ain't going to help you (laughs) if you're not, if you're not creating good music that is invigorating. Can't wait to show you this video, by the way, when we're, when we're done talking. You're gonna love do, it. do I get a sneak peek ex- exclusive? I'm giving you a sneak peek. I have I have the Dropbox link. It's actually, well, you know, people watching them, they're not gonna care, but I'm gonna tell you. So we we did the video a few months ago. It's we did it to our to our pre-pro of the track. Now it's done and we're uh, finalizing the audio, we're just gonna swap it. But the video that I'm gonna show you just has our pre-pro of it. It sounds pretty much exactly the same it's awesome Mm. yeah you're you're gonna love it hell yeah i will give you my uh my full review of it once uh once i finish it yeah Uh, yeah. that'd be sick so do do you have a release date for that yet or is that kind of kind of hush hush right now currently right hush hush but right now we're wrapping up some mixes for for the finished version get it mastered and then uh launch so probably 
maybe maybe a month from now, so, so, something mm. soon like that, something really soon. Yeah, that's that's literally what we're working on right now. Nice. And mm. with, I mean, I would like to assume it's like this is your best material yet, right? Oh, it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So I'm hyped to is, see your review. <laughs> is um is it you know from from what you have right now that's that people can listen to on Spotify, you know. Would, would obviously you don't want to sound the same, right? This is going to be something that's that's invigorating and, and different in, in in dying arms twenty twenty two, right? Yeah. Um, would you say it aligns with anything that you've already released, or is this going to be like hit you in the face, like you're not expecting this? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, I think it takes all of the good stuff from the past and same from the new well the stuff you're about to hear it's got the, the crazy clean choruses it's got the crazy vocals the melody is wow it's a very melodic track throughout but we found that in between stages of being heavy and mixing the melodic it's not like death wish where it's all heavy and it's mm -hmm. not like they have this dance where it's kind of like we're trying to figure it out like we kind of figured it out and um i think you'll be you'll be able to to notice that yeah nice and who did you guys go produce with or is it all in-house? Uh, the video, we went to Ohio with um, a company called JECP. And um, mm -hmm. they've done stuff for like Most of Flames, a, a few of their videos, mm. and um, Train the Martyrs, stuff like that. Um, it looks great. And if you're in a band, check them out, JECP. Um, yeah, it looks, it looks HD. It's like the best video that we've done. As far as the song... We do all of that ourselves, and then we're sending it out to get mastered by somebody else. But mm -hmm. that's kind of what we're doing right now. I actually have it up as we speak. <laughs> like I was nice. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sitting here about to do it. <laughs> nice. So, uh, Boys of Fall, who I interviewed, they they did everything in house too, and I, I just yeah, yeah. I just think that's so impressive. You know, it's a lot of people will, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, there's great producers out there, right? You know, some that come to mind for me that are old school that have done it all is, you know, Joey Sturgis, Cameron Mizell. Um, yeah. And then I, I believe, uh, who is it? The guy from Danger Kids. I forget, his name is escaping me. He's a producer, but, um, and then the guy that records a day to remember, like those are the guys that a lot of people try yes. to go record with because of the people that they've worked with. Right. Um, but if you can do it all in house and, and just make it sound full and just, in your face like that's impressive i don't know shit about mixing i mean i've i've tried yeah. but it's there's so much to it and i'm every super into it man yeah every little thing every little dial every little plug-in does something different and yeah yeah figure out what you want to use and how to use it uh can determine like really determine what the song is like. now if you're in a band now and you're trying to do this in 2022 you got to have at least somebody in the band that knows how to do this stuff mainly for what you said because everyone and their mama is trying to go and record with some of these bigger names and there's more bands now than ever just imagine what their emails are looking like it's flooded mm -hmm. they, they probably to, they're probably missing out on bands they can work with that are good they just don't there's so many of them now so you mm -hmm. have to figure out a way to to do something yourself and luckily in my band now all of my new dudes all of them actually know how to record which is great so we, we're all like remote during COVID sending files back and forth nice here's this here's that so it's like really easy 
And we found people from out of state because a lot of people here we've gone through and we tried out people and it wasn't really hitting the mark. So we found people that were in different bands in the past in different states. We got you from Jersey, you from New York, you from Ohio. So we do all this shit remote and then we'll like fly or meet up for, you know, the stuff that matters. But we're kind of working like that now. It's way easier mm-hmm. to just like focusing on like cutting out the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, you're, a- when you're in a band, everyone lives together. It's, yeah. it's too easy to be distracted. Like, let's just hang out and get drunk. Like, let not, <laughs> whenever we meet up, we're like getting right to what needs to happen. Yeah, that's a good point you bring up, though. Like, I feel like you're right. Someone, at least someone in the band, needs to have some knowledge of of recording and and how to properly do it. Right? You know, you can, yeah. you know, plug a XLR into an audio interface and hook it up your guitar and hit record. But like, that's not as simple like as wobble fubble. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't, <laughs> so you know, um, my buddies in Archetypes Collider, they're they just. Um, they're, they're going through the process of recording music with Nick Ingram up in Ohio, uh, who works with, um, I think Beartooth, uh, some, yeah. but I know that Caleb also does a lot of the mixing on his own too, but, um, they're, they're producing, uh, their music and hearing what they're able to achieve just there is mm-hmm. phenomenal. I'm just like, dude, I'm so stoked for this new music. And anyways, yeah. So there's there's a bunch of great producers out there. But Kyle, who's the lead singer of this band, has like knowledge of recording and, and doing it uh, very well. And so from, from, from that standpoint, they have that, right? I think you're right. Every band needs to have someone that knows kind of what they're doing, right? Absolutely. You can, you can play an instrument, right? But if you don't know how to record it, then well <laughs> yeah they really could try to figure that out because um i mean it's definitely expensive now to just to go to somebody to do it you might as well learn it yourself yeah save, save uh, a shit ton of money you know mm-hmm. save a lot of time trying to fly out somewhere or like get your dude get your dudes together or someone's fucking up you can just track it for them yourself right yep. here boom yep. bam i don't think i asked this so you guys you, you're in, in, in Maryland, right? You're like you said, like sure. 30 minutes, 30, 30 minutes or so from. Have you always been in Maryland? I've been here all my life. Well, really? I'm in my house right now. What's going on? Something's going on with this fucking. I lost connection in my house. What the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just gonna let that be. Sorry, ask your question again. <laughs> no, you're good. So, I, I was just curious if you've been in Maryland uh, this entire time, but oh, yeah, um, I've been here since I was born. Yeah, mm-hmm. how often do you guys did you make it down to Texas over the years? Uh, shit. I've been to Texas a lot, actually. Um, yeah, a lot. Yeah, we've been to Texas a lot. So, like, there's se- se- several times, several times. So there's like the three big metroplexes. It's like you got or big cities. You got Houston, Austin, Dallas. and then like Dallas, right? Yeah. Of those three, which which was your favorite? Um, Dallas is up there. Uh, shit. Austin was cool. I keep seeing like on our Spotify numbers that uh, we have a lot of Texas fans. Like mm-hmm. it's like always in like our top five somewhere in Texas is, is up there. Um, there were other areas that stood out too. I was drunk on these stories. It's all a blur, man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just remember very fond moments down there. San Antonio was actually cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We always had a decent amount of fans down there, which which is just wild to me because it's so fucking far away. Yeah. Yeah. Now Dallas is number two on y'all's uh y'all's listeners. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, what? It's funny because like I, I see Dallas. I was when I was talking with Boys of Fall, Dallas is like number two or number three on their list too. And I'm just like exactly it's it's what's cool is like it's you know major cities are always diverse but we have a huge like hardcore and and metal fan base in in dallas it's just yeah it's really it's really prevalent and you know there's so many venues here that have metal shows and and post-hardcore shows come through yeah and they're they're always it, it seems to me like they're always selling out so Everyone just needs to come when down to Texas. Come down there, you gotta take some photos of us, man. Dude, I'm down. I am so down. I, uh, you know, I haven't shot a show since uh, Unsilent Night, and I don't know if you heard about that, but it was a I've pretty big, yeah, yeah, big festival that happened in December. Uh, that's hosted by Third Stream Productions, and they're the big uh, PR guys down here that put on a lot of the shows. And uh, yeah, I watched sh- Zimmer forever ago. Yeah, Zemer. So Mike is getting ready to uh, announce some more bands for uh, So What Fest uh, here soon. Uh, So What Fest is going to be massive, dude. It is. It is. This is a fucking line of the wild. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's the it's the I I remember going to So What Fest for the first time like eight years ago, and then the first time I ever shot uh, the show was in 2017. So right. like five or six years ago. So like I'm stoked yeah. uh, to be able to be back and it being back in Dallas. They did it in Houston and, and stuff a few times, but hasn't really been in like Dallas proper. Um, right, right, right. So it, it's exciting. Shit it, sounds hype. Dude, there's, uh, there's so many, like the editing that's going to come after that show is going to be intense. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I'll just imagine that. I'm like, oh God, I can see it now. Fucking thousands of photos and shit. Yeah, yeah. dude, no, but it's, it's, I mean, the, the bands that he's bringing, like Chunk No Captain Chunk is literally, this is their only show in America is going to be So What Fest. Like the, the, talent, the, the talent that they're pulling is, is crazy. But yeah, it's just something about Dallas. Like they have such a, a great metal post-hardcore hardcore fan base that you know you have to stop in dallas if you don't stop in dallas i don't know what you're doing you know right um so speaking of stopping in in dallas do you guys with these announcements coming are you guys thinking about what your next tour is going to look like yeah um yeah we were trying to push away from playing until the stuff was out because we've gotten Mm -hmm. offers for stuff the past couple of years since we announced we were coming back in 2020 but then literally covid hit and then we dropped because we had the cold cold, cold empty track was ready and mm-hmm. then covid hit and we were like let's just fucking drop it now because we don't know what's going to happen how long it's going to be then it ended up mm-hmm. being months right so we we're like yeah let's just keep working on our shit um this video coming out it was was definitely the big one so we're definitely gonna kind of uh start planning things out based off of like how well it does you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it's hard to it, it's, it, it would suck to plan a tour and shoot for some things when if the video comes out and does well we could do something better get get, get more money get the yeah. better get fees. so we're kind of banking off of that but we do mm-hmm. plan on going out and supporting all the shit so with bands um 
that are you know doing some good shit right now are there any out there that you'd be like i'd love to tour with them uh new bands new bands coming out i mean i say new bands but just like you know bands that are still killing it that you're like there's a dope band i found out a few months ago called avoid that Mm. uh is kind of new they're sick i would be dope to play with them i i i I just like them they're fucking good i've been jamming the fuck out of them Mm. check them out if you haven't avoid their shit's fire you would love it okay yeah you should i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up right now you should um what's the song called uh if you pull them up tell me the songs that pop up um top is flashbang looks like host age at a beach house party play that one <laughs> that's the one that's the one okay they're all good but that's like the the gateway track okay cool it's about i'll add it yeah and add that they are around the same genre as you guys uh not really they're well oh, okay. i guess it could fit they're they're like you know metalcore too but they mm. they're like different like kind of the bands that we're talking about they're fresh you'll see mm. they're incorporating so many different styles they got a little pop punk they got a little death core they got a little metalcore they got mm-hmm. a lot of clean vocals in there a lot of fucking dope sections in there that just throw you for a fucking loop down tune guitar out of nowhere it sounds mm. like they just down tune apart just because <laughs> We're gonna drop it like five thousand more decibels on this bitch, and let's go. You're gonna love Dude, that shit. Guess who's number two on their their top listeners? Don't say Dallas. It's Dallas. <laughs> oh shit, Dallas knows what's up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dallas knows what's up. Yeah, that band's cool. Um, shit, that's a great question. I've been jamming a lot of stuff that's not in my genre. Um, because as heard- you should, as you should. That's an important yeah. thing to do. Because a lot of the bands that are in the, the deathcore round, because we're we're not exactly just a deathcore band, we like to mm-hmm. do a bunch of other stuff too, but just the deathcore band is getting a little like I've heard a bunch of the stuff before. A couple standouts are in there, of course, but there's so many of them, and I feel like they're doing that thing I talked about where they're doing a song real quick and put mm-hmm. it out. They all sound great. Everyone knows who to go to or some of the band record. Everyone sounds phenomenal. They sound great. But the songwriting is what's important nowadays. I feel like it's missing the mark here mm-hmm. and there for certain bands, for sure. They just know if you sound pristine with the production, people are going to love it. Like, it's a little more than that, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a really good point, because I've talked about this a few times, is you can produce a banger song, right? Like the, the track, the, the music. And, and the thing is, me personally, I'm a, I'm a music person. If I hear something yeah. and, and it, it's, it's appealing to my ear, I'll keep listening to it regardless of what the lyrics are even saying you know yeah, if, sure. if the if the lyrics match well with the music also right like that that needs to to mesh well um yeah but i i i have such such a hard time listening and then trying to focus on like what the lyrics are trying to say yeah uh, and i i from what i've heard there's other people out there that are also like that where it's like they're just music people and that's 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 what they focus on. And then like lyrics are kind of like secondary. Right. But there's people that are like lyrics first. Like I want to know that what I'm listening to is like something I believe in or that I, I can appreciate or that I like, and then like music second. Right. I get that. So, so I mean, as a, a, you know, an artist yourself, a, a musician, a, a songwriter yourself, like yeah, yeah. where does, where does your, your mind go first? It definitely depends on the genre because there are some genres where 
I won't care as much on the lyrics. Like for like some of the really heavy stuff, I'm just trying to like it's it's the vibe. When you go to find like the heaviest shit, you just want to hear something aggressive mm-hmm. as fuck. If that's there, I won't really care what they're saying initially. I'm sure it's very pissed, and that's great for mm-hmm. me. And then maybe I'll care later. But if it's something like issues or something like that, I'm gonna be paying attention to what they're saying automatically because I can understand it and I'm gonna gravitate towards that first. Yeah. Um, so it really just depends on the genre and what they're trying to convey. That's a good um, that's point. Kinda that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. Well, because when you listen to, uh, you know, death metal, you, you don't know what they're saying right away. <laughs> At nah, least I, I don't. Besides, I, I would just assume they're talking about something that they're pissed about. Like they're, they're about to fuck somebody up and, and I'm down. Like that's, that's great. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm already with it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already with no. that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. how I see it. But then there's bands that I do understand, and then the lyrics suck, and I'm like, fuck, oh, man, the music's great. What's this dude talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a fair point. I was, I w- <laughs> so have a buddy who uh, is kind of into like the kind of old school, like emo punk rock um, that's kind of just continued to gravitate and, and move forward. Um, some of the bands, like, think about like Hot Mulligan. Have you ever heard of them? That sounds familiar yeah they're bit. like they're like punk emo i i guess i don't know it may be right. wrong but like like good shard or something <laughs> um man how about uh brand new okay yeah, yeah you know who brand new is okay so very similar to like brand new and i have a buddy who's like very into that genre and as am i so he sent me a link to a song and like the, the song name was in Russian. And I was like, oh, I guess it's just, you know, someone someone did that. And I click on it and it brings up Spotify and it starts playing the song. And all of the songs are in Russian. And I started listening to it and I'm like, this is all in Russian, but I really love the way it sounds. I don't care what they're saying, yeah. but it's, yeah, exactly. it's working. And I like went like that whole next day, I went on like a, a Russian emo punk, like binge. What was and the band? uh bird uh hold on i I got you bird bird band i think um it's gonna it's gonna escape me gonna escape me i'm gonna start using that lyric it's gonna (laughs) escape me is this them uh all right this is gonna bug me give me just a second yeah yeah you're good um but yeah, my buddy Josh is like, he listens to very like interesting music and um, he sent that to me. I was like, how the hell did you land on, on this? And he's like, dude, I listened to one song that was like, had a Russian name and it, it added it to like my discover weekly. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he started adding these, <laughs> these other Russian songs that were like punk emo. Um, and I was like, I was like, okay, I can, I can, I can get down with that uh you have to send right. me a link or something uh, after this man yeah no but it was good uh here it is bird bone that's what it's called bird Birds, bone? I like that. bird bird space bone and like i i mean i'm kidding like that's an original name because he would call themselves bird bone i like that oh uh, it's not gonna focus for me but yeah it's all yeah. in russian and i'm like this this kind of jams it's great background music and again, I don't even care what they're saying. It's just my ear likes it. So I'm just going to keep listening to it. That's just, that's just who I am. 
kind of that's kind how of it guy. You, you like what you like, right? That's exactly. How that's what music's supposed to be, the art. And yeah. that's uh yeah, like that's cool as fuck. When I what's wish, funny I show you the song right now, damn. <laughs> you can send it to me after. I will, uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. But there you know, some like my wife listens to very like indie indie music. Um, yeah. that like doesn't always catch my ear, but like if there's a, a song that it doesn't matter the genre, I can listen to folk music, to country music, to whatever. But if, if it sounds yeah. good to me, I will listen to it. And sometimes like I'll hear something and I really like it in whatever genre, and I will listen to that over and over. Cause like the just the you get like a feeling listening yeah. to it that you're like, I want to keep feeling that. You want that sensation, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how I listen to music. And I think that's part of the reason why we started Coffee and Sugar. And because Mo and I love music. I mean, everyone that we talk to about it, it's just, we, all we want to do is just share music and, and find a way to grow something that makes it easier for you or, you know, John down the road to hear a new song that they will love. Right. And that's kind of where my, my mind is, is if I hear something, I like it. I want someone else to hear it too. Kind of 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Hermes songs all day long. I got Hermes texting me like new shit, like every day on there. It's like all, all my music friends, we're just swapping songs. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing new shit. Sometimes I like, sometimes I don't, but like, you know, like, and then I'll, then I'll hear of a band. Then they'll drop something later that someone else likes and post on mm-hmm. the news. So yeah, I heard this band before. Oh, this song is cool. So it's like, it's cool to just, get the shit circulating pass pass songs around to your friends man because you know that that's how this shit keeps going bro it's hard to find new music now because there's so much of it you don't know what to mm-hmm. pay attention to sometimes like, like damn yeah. this my favorite dropping songs every day everywhere exactly and there's like you right like you just said there's so much music out there and and what we want to do is like everything that we share is all based off of my interest and Mo's interest. Like that's really it. It's like, if you, if you gravitate towards what we continually put out, we will be a stop for you when you're looking for new music because you like what we're listening to. Like, that's what we want. It doesn't matter the genre either. It's, it can be country. It can be punk. It can be, you know, folk. It can be whatever it is. If we like it, we just hope you like it kind of thing. That's, that's that's what we are trying to accomplish. And we're not doing anything that's, that someone else hasn't done before, but no one has our interest in music, which keeps it unique to us, you know? 110%. And that's a good mindset to have. Cause like, like you said, everyone, everyone does this type of stuff, but no one is you, no one has your mm-hmm. taste. And someone else might have that taste that no, the other dude doing it might not be given like, so that's mm-hmm. cool. Like, that's what you should be doing. Right. Because like you said, there's just so much music out there and it's like, how, how can you pay attention? Like, you know, you get the alternative presses and the rock sounds of the world that are, you know, but it's like, it's all the same shit, man. Yeah. A lot of it's yeah. the same shit or like, I'll check out rock feed or whatever. And then like, bro, I already know who the fuck Slipknot is. <laughs> you don't gotta make a new, a whole new news post every week. Corey from Slipknot calling out mgk again like nigga he's been calling out mgk for a while now we already know yeah. 
you can stop. Like, let's talk about some new bands now. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I love Spirit Box, but like literally Rock Sound and Alt Press continue to just, Spirit Box did this and Spirit Box is doing this and they're about to release that. And like, that's great. But like, what are you sharing with people that you haven't already talked about? Exactly. They keep pushing the same thing. Once you say it a few times, like you've already said it, man. Like everyone knows you guys sprinkled in there. Then like back to back, Spirit Box or Slipknot or like, you know, these bands yeah. that are like, Everyone knows they're killing it now. You got to get it. Someone else is trying to eat too, man. There's a lot of good shit right. And And I feel like I love, you know, Alt Press um, just shared one of my photos on their, their Insta story, which I was like, that's oh. super dope. Like shout out to Alt Press. But I feel like sometimes um, it's almost like with their following, I mean, they're like 870,000 followers. It's like you could do so much with that. You know, you could, you could take a band that, you know, it's like, it's like, it's almost like having Spotify curators, but at alt press, you know, it's like, if they took that, that mindset and, and, and kind of incorporated some sort of idea at alt press, I feel like so many bands would have much more of a chance to, yeah. to make it somewhere and, 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 you know, become someone's favorite band a lot quicker if they were more willing to like share artists that are doing some really cool shit. And that's kind of where we want to try to fill that void of like, I mean, we've been talking to a bunch of like, you know, bands that are on the up, right? Not even like they haven't hit their stride yet, but they're doing some really cool shit and they're about to, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, we want to help those people get to that point. You know, we, we don't have the largest following, but we hope to one day that when we get to a point where it's like, yo, I heard this band, they're doing really cool stuff. Let's bring them on to the podcast. Let's give them the, the, the platform to, yeah. to talk about their shit, right? Like. That's awesome. I wish more bands, um, some bands know about this, but a lot of bands that are good, they miss a, a key point, and that is hiring a, a publicist to get on, you know, Metal Injection or Metal Sucks or fucking, you know, alternative press that think that they're good enough. You know, it costs money to get an ad, but I mean, mm-hmm. some bands should, should have a budget for that because if you want to skip some steps and like get out there, you can do that. But yeah. that goes with the with the the money factor again. You got to have some money to play with. You can't put all this time and effort into making songs and then put zero into marketing and just hit some homies and hit some promotion coming. Like, nah, dude, you yeah. gotta like get some real get a real campaign going so that people can know who the fuck you are. Right. Raise no, that's that's totally true, man. And I, I, you're right. There has to be something coming from like. There has to be that support that there has to be that financial support. There has to be like, you know, all press can, can throw someone out there, but like, you gotta be ready. I feel like, I feel like sometimes you do kind of gotta be ready for that. Right. Like, yes, there's a lot that could come with that. Right. But it's still not a, I feel like not a negative. Right. You know, like there's a, there's a positive. Press is good. Press is good, but you should just go for it. These bands need to like, shoot mm-hmm. for that like they need to pay for it if, if they're not getting it they they can still make that happen themselves it just costs money you have to find a publicist and it, it's not cheap to do but uh more bands should really focus on that because that's everything you got to have the awareness up yeah also my my <laughs> my external camera decided it just wanted to uh and that show was fucking me up for a second like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no you're good it decided it wanted to go away so i was like all right well i guess we're we're back to the webcam, but, um, all good, all good. but yeah, no, it's, 
the the me I, I I like talking about the music industry because it's 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 a it's a hard it's a hard world to navigate. It's always changing. Exactly. There's so many people that want to be in the music industry that you know don't may not have the network that they may not have the financial and, and maybe they do have the financial taken care of like that's that's great but if you don't know the right people then how are you gonna yeah they're not you know, putting it in the right place or whatever it's like having mm-hmm. the knowledge you can have all the money in the world you don't know where to put it you know mm-hmm. it doesn't matter right exactly exactly and and there, there's an at, there's a there's another kind of side topic to being in the music industry and it's being a good person uh yeah it's me assholes out here getting canceled bro <laughs> there, there's there's there yes you know it's be a good person and that i feel like sometimes it's so hard for people that are in the spotlight right um yeah. egos are the worst there, there's no reason there's no reason for it because i mean what, what do you have to gain you know maybe a few more followers but that's doesn't help you in the long run literally literally pointless to make sure you look stupid especially in today's day and age there's so many good people in in the scene you gotta follow follow suit in that man Mm -hmm. like oh there's so many dicks out here bro (laughs) Mm -hmm. and there's uh, entertainment i'm just like look at you motherfuckers bro Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's unfortunate i mean it's it's unfortunate but uh you know the good people always i feel like thrive you know, uh, you know, it, it, the music industry and the musicians and the artists and the bands and everything, you know, it's just one sector, right? You got all the people that put on, put on the shows, like all the, the, the roadies and, and grips and, you know, hands and, and people that are the techs that are doing all that stuff. Like that's a whole nother community, you know, the, yeah. the, just the, the media world uh, where I would say I fall into is, photo video press and all that that, that's its own community and you know you have to be a good person in those communities or people aren't going to want to work with you people aren't going to want to continue to to bring you out to yeah do things you know respect is important some people Mm -hmm. forget you have to earn respect out here you're no one's going to want to work with you after too long bro right it goes a long way being a good person that's that's the point to be be a good motherfucker bro be nice exactly exactly don't pee on people (laughs) okay you keep referencing that i have no idea what that's from i'm not gonna say it (laughs) okay (laughs) all right if you know you know know out here because i'm not trying to start i ain't trying to start no shit all right well i'm gonna uh i'm gonna do a google search a little bit later but um (laughs) all right cool but um yeah man no it's i'm excited for you guys i think you know I've been talking to multiple bands here recently that are like, we're about to put out some good shit. Like I, I interviewed a pop punk band uh, last week um, that that's going live in a, a week or so um, called goalkeeper. And they're like, man, we have some great work that uh, some, some stuff we're really excited to put out. So like, I feel like I'm catching people on like a cusp and yes. you know, awesome. I, I, I get to watch like what they say kind of come to fruition and then see the success that they have so i'm super stoked for you guys that you guys have some cool shit coming because i get to watch it happen and, and kind of feel like i'm i'm part of that in a sense yeah you know yeah, you are <laughs> you know I, you're, you're part of the band now what up hell yeah you know if we can do anything right you know uh right. at, at the very very least jump on and have a conversation with with us and 
you know, let's, let's make some, let's make some history together. And, uh, you know, coffee and sugar will take off and dying arms will take off. And then we just get to support each other from afar, you know, and yeah, you know, Got That's... some cream in that. Got some cream in that coffee, too. <laughs> so, fun fact: I like to tell people that we bring on. So, where the name Coffee and Sugar came from? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my last name is Kaufman, C-O-F-F-M-A-N. And when I was in college, I I kind of just got this nickname, Coffee. And I didn't drink coffee, but everyone thought I did. But I actually hated right. coffee. Right. Um, so, coffee just stuck. And then, you know, it was years later and uh, I met Morgan because he was in the same fraternity as I was, but at, you know, a school in Maryland, uh, uh, McDaniel College. And so I met him through that and, you know, whatever. Fast forward like two more years and he's like, hey, man, I'm creating this like this music blog where I just want to share music each day and and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. Like. I had a similar idea where I was going to go on like Twitch and stream music and then talk about it and yeah. stuff like that. And then we just kind of got talking, like, let's just, let's just do it together. And so we started thinking about names, like, oh man, how, you know, what do you want to call this? And we like went through a couple and then all of a sudden coffee and sugar happened. Right. Mor- Morgan's last name is sugars. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so it was like, that lines up, that lines up coffee and sugar it just and then the, the h right after the uh the s is what basically is the difference and yo i didn't even notice that that hoodie man oh yeah yeah dude it's our new merch i'm trying to get one what <laughs> <laughs> hey oh. I'll, I'll, I'll throw you the discount code bro i got you yo that's fucking dude i fucks with that <laughs> i didn't even so, notice you just pointed that out i, I know what that said for a second oh shit I mean, you know, just another uh, death metal logo, no big deal. <laughs> a little something, something, a little something, something. Yeah, That's no, I, I've always had, I say I've always, but like I had this idea for a while of like, I want coffee and sugar to be a death metal logo. I don't know why, but it works. I want I want to see it happen. And, uh, you know, talk to a buddy of mine over in, in Germany who is a graphic designer and I threw him an idea and he just, here you go. <laughs> it looks dope. It definitely looks fucking dope. I mean, and, people, and, love, people love the, the, those logos too. I see them in, in, in uh, pop culture now a little bit here and mm-hmm. there. Just, it could be like the most famous pop artists. They just have like a Deathcore logo on something. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> cool. It's, it's, I mean, I think you're right. And I think that kind of helped implant the idea in my head. And I was like, I just feel like it's so out of the blue that people would be like, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of dope. And so yeah. we just, we went with it. And uh, it was it was a cool. We you know we launched the merch like I don't know February twenty first, and I think within like two days we had like twenty orders, which I was like, that's a win for me, <laughs> kind of that's thing. Good. Um, Yo, I'm definitely gonna get one. Coffee and sugar. Oh shit. I, yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. All right. So depending on how many people listen to this, I will say what the discount code is on the podcast so if you hear it you can use it but it's going to come down to who listens to it so for you orion uh the discount code is rocking 15 rocking 15 yeah too easy too easy so if rocking we get 15, uh, y'all you heard it first <laughs> coffee and sugar so if we get a bunch 
if we get an, if we get an influx of orders with the rocking 15 discount code i know why <laughs> i mean i'm gonna post this on my page when it comes out man all right i'm posting it is so it all y'all listening you know what to do like don't don't sleep <laughs> hell yeah hell Coffee yeah sugar put the cream on the side <laughs> let's go hell yeah you, you have oh, to you have to have like, like like a side podcast called cream <laughs> <laughs> dude all right so this really side side note a side tangent so i was talking to my brother my, my all my music influence and taste and everything growing up always came from my brother and he's he's about three years older than me i think he's the same age as you actually and um <laughs> we were talking one day and you know coffee and sugar is all about promoting music and and, and music that we like and are interested in <laughs> and out of the blue he just goes yo idea you create a satire side of coffee and sugar and <laughs> you call it coffee and boogers and all you do is you share music that sucks. And I'm just like, dude, that may not go over well. <laughs> I don't think it would either. I I think it'd be funny just because it would it would be funny, but some someone's gonna get mad. Yeah, absolutely. And the last thing I want is to coffee. You know, all these all the shitty bands, you know, all, 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 all the shitty bands, they'd be looking for stuff like people are talk about. They're all gonna see this and they're gonna hate you. And yep. they're going to this guy talking shit on, on my band. And if you have like multiple bands on the first episode, you're getting shit on day one. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. No, yeah, I was I'm like, there. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I appreciate the idea, but I'm going to say hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, you can do that, bro. You can do that. You yeah, want. Go, go for it, man. I, see how that, let me know how it goes kind of thing. Yeah. You can canceled look at this asshole <laughs> right. right it's 2022 I, I think that'd be uh entertaining for me i want to check out some shitty bands sometimes sometimes <laughs> I, I like one sometimes i'm like let me see how bad these motherfuckers are so i don't think this band is around anymore and if they are i apologize but design the skyline do you remember them yeah we toured with them with the with them on that dr acula tour you did they yeah, had a song they had a <laughs> they, they had a song out that like when i first heard it i was like this is a joke right <laughs> i know i know you're talking about you're, ta- you're talking about that that video that like blew up on victory records and it was them like in the forest and then fucking yeah all that right yeah right? yeah and it had like 10 million views or something like that yeah yeah so we this is right after that they started touring and uh i'm not gonna hate on them like they're actually like cool dudes like we were actually friends with them on mm-hmm. tour they were they were fun dudes yeah but people were hating on them so bad like oh, they, were opening, they were they were opening the tour right they were the first band on, on the package and there were people at every show who were there just to hate on them a- oh. as you would a- as you would imagine i felt so bad for them sometimes but they were keeping it straight they were rocking mm-hmm. through definitely uh they, 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 they were cool dudes it's a little weird sometimes um they had like this ritual thing they would do in their van like one time they had all the lights off well it was nighttime and they had like this like dim light i guess someone brought a dim light and they had this track it sounded like a ritual and they're all in there mad quiet and me and the dudes walked up and we're looking and they're, they're like sitting there fucking like channeling some shit and we're like what the fuck are they doing man <laughs> And we didn't ask them about it, but, but it, it was happening. And I was like, yo, 
what is going on? Let me stop. <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all. But, but that shit was weird. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I just, I just remember seeing that and I was just like, man, you know, it, it's like, you know, they say bad press, you know, there's no bad press, right? Like bad PR is good PR kind of thing. Yeah. Did that, I mean, hopefully that didn't just completely destroy them, but like, you know, were, did they keep making music after that? I didn't, I didn't listen to them after really. Oh man, that was, that was fucking it. Uh, after yeah. that, cause since we toured them, I would keep up with them sometimes and like follow them. Mm-hmm. But after that, after that, um, initial album or whatever i think they dropped maybe a couple singles after mm-hmm. then but nothing no album and then they just died off they haven't dropped mm-hmm. anything in years bro yeah they i think uh i yeah i think that that, that press ruined them like it, it popped them off because it was bad but then the, you can't come back when it gets yeah. 10 views in like a week and then like you're like the joke for the whole year like you can't mm-hmm. you can't turn that around too easily they're like well we're fucked no matter what we put out people are like look at these motherfuckers right no matter what so we me and my me and some of my buddies um like 15 of us did like a a bracket for like post hardcore bands and there was like 40 40 or so bands on this bracket and I'm not even kidding. Design the Skyline made it past like round three. It's kind of wild. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that I, I, I forgot who they were going up up against, but um, they actually did decent. I was like, I wasn't expecting that, but hey. Me neither. Yeah. R.I.P. though. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, if y'all are jamming this, like, you, you should keep it going, man. Just see what happens. Yeah, exactly um you mentioned uh, you mentioned something earlier that get had a question pop in my head so you know uh, over the years i'm sure you've had multiple inspirations on what helps you kind of write music and um, yeah what kind of def- helps define in dying arms maybe and i wanted to ask like you know is there a band out there that you've just always looked at and it's just like i, I love what they're doing and you know I- i'd love to kind of follow in the footsteps um or maybe an artist or a, a person uh, that kind of stands uh, it, out for you? Probably uh, a combination of a bunch of artists, not like sound-wise, but like how a band can have that longevity and continue to evolve and like still mm-hmm. be relevant. Like bands like Korn, mm-hmm. uh, Bring Me the Horizon, you know, uh, Papa Roach. I respect uh, those bands. Um, I don't like jam a bunch of like Papa Roach anymore, but the fact that they like one of the new songs was number one on the rock charts recently, like it's fucking great track. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the, the new shit's actually banging. And I was checking out their live video, like this band's been around for so long and they're still like killing it. And I had no idea. And I was like, that's fucking cool. So I've been on them for like maybe the past year or two, way more heavily. So I respect that definitely bring me um yeah but yeah those type of bands that like had that longevity factor and they have a way to still be fresh opposed to bands who just stick to their niche their whole career and then it like they're going through waves or whatever mm-hmm. trying to figure it out uh there's bands i think ahead um i definitely respect that that's kind of like what, what i'm trying to do with uh this new era of ida now that we're back essentially and we have a whole new lineup that's kind of how we're looking at it now mm, gotcha yeah. you mentioned yeah. you mentioned uh 
two bands, uh, Bring Me the Horizon and Corn. Um, Love them. Yeah, I I just went I just went on a deep dive of corn. I started listening to corn when I was way too young, but uh, damn, I have a corn tattoo, bro. Oh no I shit! Yes, I got the follow the leader tattoo. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, that's amazing! I got the fucking whole thing, man. <clears throat> that is awesome. No, dude, they. I started listening to him probably in. I'm not even kidding. Like third grade uh my yeah, my, so I was my like eight or nine yeah straight up yeah my brother and i were huge corn fans growing up yes. and i've just always appreciated the music i didn't always listen to them like you know with like their new albums that came out in the last like i don't know 10 years but like i mean does those first three or four albums bro i mean yeah the first like six albums bro <laughs> like they yeah i know for sure they, for sure they were killing it fucking uh untouchables their fifth album mm-hmm. with you to stay banger fucking but yeah after what was it after their drummer left and they had to see you on the on the other side album i still like the album but then it started getting like a little more experimental and stuff mm-hmm. but they put out the serenity of suffering in 2016 that's a banger for me like that's I, this point. yeah i so that's i a- just i i just went through because i didn't really listen to to corn all that much after they started putting you said untouchables was their fifth album so I, yeah those first five albums were really the ones that really? i could jam straight 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 through kind of thing and then you know thereafter is kind of sparing and, and and didn't really listen all that much but in like the last you know 10 years you no know, there's albums and songs i had never heard before and they their new album just came out this past friday so yeah, yeah i just i wanted to go on the deep dive to kind of lead up to the new album um yeah. and it's crazy how they like you said you know like bands can just have that longevity in the fan base that are like every yeah. single album it's going to hit no matter what like yes you if corn's coming out with a new album then you are hype and ready for it you know bring me the horizon more recent more recent right like you know obviously they're not as old as corn but to go from you know their first album to where they are now is and, and and to make such a drastic change it feels like you know that's the spirit that album when that album came out dude it's i was great. like it's a huge album i i went and saw him on that tour and i had never liked bring me the horizon more until until that album came out and don't get me wrong i i didn't not like them before but i wasn't super into them and then that's that spirit came out and i was like wow i i didn't even i didn't realize that like you guys whatever like this like this. <laughs> yeah and they're killing it now they're like easily one of the biggest bands on the planet right mm-hmm. now i was checking out their yeah. numbers and damn these motherfuckers have more numbers than like everybody like mm-hmm. they're fucking they're they're, they're running it they're, the headline like every like they're fucking huge. yeah I'm and like, you know they they put out die for you it's like and good i i don't know how many times i listened to that song you know like it's my, the fuck, right? yeah my my i mean my wife would be in the car with me and she's like you're listening to this again and i'm like yes i am <laughs> dude it, they, yeah they're killing it and and you know he you know ollie just made it on uh was it Rolling Stones magazine. Is that what it was? Crazy, crazy. Yeah. yeah they're, no, like, they're, they're fucking big. But yeah, taking notes from 
those bands that's what uh that's kind of how i see shit now because um before the band broke up i wasn't looking at it that way and it's hard to uh it's hard to have people see it now because they haven't dropped the stuff but wait to see mm-hmm. the video like it's it's a little bit different in a sense um the songwriting is better and we're taking notes for a bigger more mainstream sound like the idea sound but done to be more mainstream so yeah, i think mm-hmm. you're gonna fuck with that i think you're gonna fuck with that that's dope that's dope no i'm it's excited to awesome. hear it i'm excited yeah, to hear what you uh i know people say this but i don't know if you're ready man it's different man it's fucking <laughs> different it's different i can't wait to hear what you think when i send it to you hell yeah hell yeah no i'm stoked man um man i've been i've really enjoyed this this has been really dope yeah i feel like we're homies now <laughs> hell yeah no that's yeah that's why I like to come out of these uh, interviews feeling it's like, hey, yo, I could, I got another homie now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're my, you're my, you're my homie now. Fucking coffee and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, for man. sure, man, for sure. Uh, so, I like to, I like to end these with uh, two questions, yeah. and and the first one is, what do you want to tell everyone that's going to be listening? Um, you know, if you, what you can share and you know, obviously how people can find you and, and all that stuff. Um, any sort of announcements that you got? Yes. Uh, shit. You know how to find us and dying arms. Look us up wherever you jam music and jam that shit. New shit coming out as you've heard throughout this conversation. And like I, like, like I told coffee here, you, you're just not ready, bro. Get ready for that. It's going to be hype. It's all about being hype now. 2022. I'm just trying to be hype, do hype music, fun, energetic, and that that that's the vibe right there. We're, we're doing rock and metal. Let's let, let's keep it on the edge. People forgot about that. Let's go. Hell yeah! All right. And then the last question is: How do you like your coffee? Ooh, ooh! I drink coffee a lot. Um, usually, I get the iced coffee with the mocha up in the house with the cream the sugar and the espresso shot to continue to be hype. Mm. That's usually my go-to right there. It's like the, the, the go-to coffee, keep it going, you know, mm-hmm. nice and easy. I'm a simple dude, you know? Okay. Mocha. You can't go wrong with the mocha, man. Mm-hmm. You can't fuck up a mocha. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could, but like you shouldn't. <laughs> so I am new to coffee really in the last year. I started drinking coffee because I, I learned how to drink coffee you know, you don't, you don't have to drink it black. (laughs) So I, uh, I am a probably 75% coffee, 25% creamer with sugar and, and, you know, you got, yeah, you got a nice blend of whatever. And there's, there's sugar in it. We got 25% of that in the cup. (laughs) And then you're good. Yeah. I can't do black. Some people crack on you. You're not drinking coffee. It's black. Like you need to actually shut up because, (laughs) know have have you tasted the fucking the cream and the sugar like it just makes it better are you tripping right yeah i don't i i mean you know i don't think people are crazy who like just straight black coffee but like you're kind of crazy because that tastes like shit so it doesn't taste good (laughs) unless you're really just trying to like get all that coffee and just caffeine central cool but like i'm trying to enjoy i want it to taste good not just be like i don't know maybe when maybe when i'm older i'll understand that because my granddad loves the black shit i'm like yeah i don't know man coffee's weird it's like art you can do whatever you want to it mm-hmm. exactly yeah. exactly yeah. 
So I, I'm hoping that my, uh, you know, my, my coffee palette increases and, you know, I, I, I branch out cause there's so much, you know, kind of different kinds of ways you can do coffee. And, uh, right. I, I did, I did partake in the pumpkin, uh, pumpkin spice latte this year at, uh, yeah. Starbucks and that was fire. So, uh, yeah. you know, all this fire to me, shit. Here's to yeah, branching all, out. All this, all of this good. Coffee and sugar, y'all. It's 2022. <laughs> yeah, I, get, get the espresso shots. Get real, you better get real hype. This bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah, play. man. You ain't playing games in here, man. Hmm. No, we are not. Um, How all do right, you like I, coffee? Like, what's your go-to? Like, what's your go-to, like, flavor in your coffee? Um, well, okay. So funny story. Um, I, my, my wife likes the, uh, you know, whole bean, we grind the bean. Uh, it's like a, a Starbucks brand that we buy in the bag. And so we did that for a while and I did an interview with a band called we are pigs and uh, the lead singer, her name's SJ. And I asked her this question and she was just like, I like Folgers coffee and you know, a little bit of creamer and that's about it. And I was like, Folgers, really? Like the big brand Folgers that everyone knows. And she's like, yeah. yep. And so, so I was like, okay, well, for you, SJ, because she told me I needed to try it. So I went and bought out a little thing of Folgers and I let her say, like, all right, I got it. I will, I will report back. And I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. It, it yeah. just wasn't, it wasn't that bad. And I was like, wow. And then we ended up finishing that little thing. And literally today, my wife uh, comes home from grocery shopping and has a huge ass thing of Folgers. And I'm just like, all right, I guess we're a Folgers household now. So converted, converted. <laughs> and awesome. I sent a, I sent a picture to SJ. I was like, look what you've done. <laughs> look what you've done. <laughs> That's awesome though. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck you. So. I haven't really, I don't think I've tried Folgers in a while. I'm, I'm going to have to, maybe I'll be converted. Dude, I, I, you know, it's, it's just funny because I'm like, it, it doesn't taste really anything different from what we were drinking before. And it's like a fraction of the price. So I'm just like, yeah. all right, might Still, as well. No brainer, no brainer. <laughs> no brainer. Yeah. So, right. Well, Ryan, I really appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, Cough Man. This was, this was good. And uh, I'm excited to hear that track. Uh, when you send it over, uh, and you know, I'll let you know, but I'm sending it to you right now, bro. Hell yeah. And I'm excited for everything that IDA is going to put out over the next, you know, month or so, uh, and, and more announcements. And obviously when you guys come down to Texas, you got to hit me up and let me know. And I'm gonna come out and snap some photos of you guys. And it's gonna be a damn good time. I'll buy you a drink and, uh, we'll have a good time. We'll have a, a, a live interview face to face. <laughs> There you go. Ideas. <laughs> I'll have some folders for you on standby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm, me, man. Yeah, you, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to let you get back to your day and work on that music that's sitting right in front of you. And yeah. uh, I will, I will keep you posted on release promo, everything. Shoot me over a, a, a you know, a promo photo if you have one and uh your logo and a ping or a vector file if you have it and uh i'll get that over to you all right 
Thank you very much, my man. Call Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. You have I'll a fantastic you night, man. man. See you, bro. All right, man. Rock on, bro. <laughs>